Okay, let's talk hashtags for the Instagram feed because there's a lot of misinformation out there and confusion as how how many hashtags to use, what type of hashtags to use, where to put the hashtags in your feed photos and just content in general for the feed. I'm not talking about stories. I'm talking about the feed for Instagram. Um, so first off, where should you put the hashtags for a photo on Instagram that you post to the feed? Some people put them in a caption. Some people leave them as a comment. Normally, people will leave them as, as a comment because they don't like the look of hashtags within the caption. I used to be one of those people um, that got hung up on the aesthetic of the caption and wanting the hashtags to be separate. Um, but here's here's why I stopped doing that is because I kept getting distracted when I would leave the the hashtags as a comment because my phone would ring, something would happen, maybe the internet connection was poor, you know, maybe I was on Wi-Fi, and something would delay it. If you're using hashtags with over a million results, that delay of however many seconds um, after you actually post the photo can really hinder the effectiveness of the hashtags that you're using. So let's say you post a photo at noon, and you're about to, you know, copy-paste all the hashtags as a comment, and maybe get delayed by five minutes. If you're using hashtags with over a million of results, the it really it really affects um, the effectiveness of the hashtags because the hashtags are only useful are only active for the timestamp of the photo itself. That's a little bit difficult to understand, but they're only effective for the timestamp of the photo itself. So let's say you post a photo at noon you get distracted, yada, yada. You're able to upload the comment of captions five minutes later. So we're at 12.05. Your hashtags, if it's a very popular hashtag to be using, don't appear in the top left most recent results for that hashtag. No, you already have to scroll to even see your post. And that's the best case scenario. That's if someone uploads the results for that hashtag immediately. Um, and you'll see that when people are using hashtags with 2 million, like don't even get me started on people hashtagging family, hashtagging love. Like you're going to have to scroll for a while to even see your photo. And that's if you upload it at the second, same second that your photo was uploaded. Now we add that your, that your captions were delayed. So your cap, your, that your hashtags, they're not even effective for the same time that the photo was posted. Um, you already have to scroll to see it. So it already looks like they're five minutes old when really you just uploaded those hashtags. And that happened because you put it as a comment. And so that's where the people copy pasting hashtags. What I was doing is I was literally typing out each hashtag, doing some research as I was leaving the comment. So yeah, it was delayed by several minutes. Um, and I didn't understand that the hashtags were effective for the timestamp of the photo itself. And a lot of people don't understand that. Message me, um, hit me up if, if you want some more clarification on that and I can explain it further um, because it's a little bit confusing to understand. But um, tell you what, go, go look at the hashtags for these hashtags with several million results. Um, even let's go hashtag family. Go look at the results for that hashtag. Go under recent. So the recent posts that have used that hashtag. And scroll, like do three swipes for scrolling. 
And then look at how recently those photos were posted. A lot of times it's like 10 seconds ago, 30 seconds ago. There's so much competition for those kinds of hashtags that your best case scenario is that someone sees your photo in the first five seconds of you posting the hashtag. And then afterwards, like just don't don't really expect much um, from those hashtags. And it's because they're so crowded. They're so popular. Um, so that leads in to another subject of pretty much what I'll talk about in this episode of what kind of hashtags you should be using. But okay, so that's the con for leaving your hashtags as a comment. Um, and the only pro really is that it just makes the caption look better. In my mind, that's not a a big enough pro to risk it. So I put the hashtags in the caption itself. Um, so a lot of people, you'll see them use dots or several emojis, basically five dots, um, to separate the hashtags from the caption so that you pretty much have to click see more. Um, so that when you're scrolling, you don't see all the hashtags in the caption. You actually have to click on the photo or click on the see more to see those hashtags. So that's kind of a workaround for the people who don't like the look of a bunch of hashtags um, in a caption is doing the five dots and the extra emojis, stuff like that. Um, I do that a little bit. For the most part, I don't go crazy with hashtags. I'll use them from time to time um, in small amounts to just make them super relevant for the content. Um, okay, so let's let's talk about how many hashtags you use now. So you can use up to 30 for Instagram. And for those of you who think you're tricking the system by using, let's say, 30 hashtags in the caption and then more as a comment, Instagram is not dumb in that way. Um, They will just make your they they will maybe shadow ban you, which is another another term um, or just make the hashtags just not effective. It doesn't work. So don't think you're tricking the system by breaking up the hashtags as a separate comment and trying to use more than 30 hashtags. It won't work. Um, So 30 hashtags is what you're allowed to use. I used to be of the mindset of that's a wasted opportunity if you're not using up to 30 hashtags, but there's multiple articles coming out that 11 hashtags performs equal, if not better than 30 hashtags for posts. I think that is because when people try to type out or find 30 hashtags, they start stretching. They start using hashtags that aren't relevant for the photo or the video. Um, Hashtags that just are pretty meaningless. Um, And one, it's more of an eyesore. And two, you you can select an option on people's content when they use hashtags saying, don't show for this hashtag. Example, let's say I am looking up Arizona Realtor because I'm in the real estate industry and that's something, that's a hashtag that a lot of people use here, AZ Realtor. And I see a bunch of photo or a photo of a dog or let's say a plate of Mexican food that has absolutely nothing to do with the content. So I could make this selection, don't show over this hashtag. Boom, your hashtag is not effective anymore. That That is the punishment for using irrelevant hashtags. So just don't even go there. Just use relevant hashtags. It's annoying when people use hashtags that aren't relevant for the content, for the photo. It doesn't matter if your account is realtor, you know, if you're an Arizona realtor yourself. If I'm looking for a hashtag, AZ real estate, I'm looking up that hashtag because I want to see some Arizona real estate. 
I don't want to see photos of food. I don't want to see photos of a dog. Unless you find a way to tie that into the content itself, which a lot of people aren't doing enough. They're, they're literally just taking a photo of their dog and talking about their dog, which is awesome. That's an amazing strategy. But don't start using a bunch of real estate-related posts unless your dog is inside of a beautiful home. You know, that's different than just a photo, a close-up photo of your dog. So you need to be using relevant hashtags. So I, I generally just recommend 11 hashtags for most people because even I, like, I start stretching a little bit. When I go to try to go beyond right around that benchmark of 11, you start using hashtags that just aren't very meaningful. And I'm constantly testing out new things. So I'm kind of figuring out, you know, what works for me and what I can help agents agents with with their hashtag strategy. But that's pretty much what I'm seeing is when people try to use 30 hashtags, they are using stuff that's not relevant for the photo. So don't don't force yourself to use 30. Just go to the mark where you feel like you've used hashtags that are relevant for the photo and then stop. So here's another thing. What hashtags should you be using out of the hashtags that you are putting there? We already talked. They need to be re- they need to be relevant. But two, we need to be using hashtags that make sense for your audience size. So one, they have to be relevant. That's a major qualification. Second tier is they they need to be appropriate for the audience size. And this, uh, I don't think, is an exact science, but for sure, I don't recommend people using the hashtags that are several hundred million results that have that have that many results um, because it's crazily competitive and you're the, the bread and butter of hashtags is to end up as the top in a, the top results section for a hashtag. So you get there by being um, very popular with that hashtag getting a lot of engagement, being very relevant for that hashtag. You can get there with the hashtags that are a little bit smaller, like let's say 50,000 or 30,000 results. You want, I, I love the idea of being in the top results for a hashtag that has like 10 to 100,000 results because obviously people use that hashtag, but it's not really competitive. It's very niche. So let's say it's, um, I'm trying to think of a good example for real estate, but what if it's just Paradise Valley real estate, PV real estate? People will be looking up that hashtag and you want to be in the top results for that. Um, this goes, that leads into another topic that I just thought about. Um, but use hashtags that your ideal clients, your target audience will also be using. So that's, uh, I just, I have so, so many strong opinions about hashtags that I kind of, um, honestly, mentally, I just kind of go all over the place. Like you need to be doing this. You need to be not doing this. You need to be doing this, but you need to be using hashtags that make sense for the content that you're posting and the audience size. Because in theory, if you have a very big Instagram, like let's say maybe you have 50,000, um, followers, you can get away with using more popular hashtags because in theory, you're also getting, engagement at a faster rate than someone with only 200 followers. You know, you should be getting engagement at a faster rate and more engagement in general than someone with only 200 followers. So you can get away with using bigger hashtags with the hopes of ending up in the top results for that hashtag, if that makes sense. So if you have a question on like, hey, Shelby, I have um, 
you know, this many followers, I can kind of recommend, okay, like here's the mix, the nice mix of hashtags with so many results that you should be using. Um, Not to say that I don't throw in a hashtag here and there with, you know, a million, five million, maybe even 10 million results, but I only sprinkle those in every once in a while. Um, If I know I have a photo that's very eye-catching that I think is going to really stand out amongst the quick clutter that those hashtags create um, so that I, you know, I'm probably going to get some engagement from that hashtag. And as my account keeps growing and growing, I am going to use bigger, bigger hashtags, hashtags that are more popular um, so that hopefully I can end up on the top results side for that hashtag. So, okay, we've talked about where to put your hashtags. I recommend the caption above all else, not as a comment. To how many hashtags to be using, um, let's let's aim for a solid 11, 11 hashtags. Um, and three, what kind of hashtags to be using in terms of the size? Okay, so the fourth, the fourth subject is you need to be using hashtags that your target audience is looking at. This is such a key part that I see a lot of agents who maybe have understood the first three points of this, what I talked about in this episode, but they don't understand the fourth or they haven't thought about the fourth, which is using hashtags that your target audience is actually looking at. So let's look at realtors, for example. When you're using, always using hashtags that are real estate related, because maybe your content is only real estate related, you have such a small funnel for people that are going to go to your profile and that are searching that. Like 90% of the people using real estate specific hashtags are already in the real estate industry. So think about that. As a title rep, I I love those hashtags. I search for those hashtags. I follow those hashtags. I will use those hashtags from time to time because I'm trying to get in front of more realtors. But if you're a realtor yourself, are you trying to get in front of more realtors? You know, I mean, it doesn't really hurt your account, but I don't think that's your main goal. You should be aiming to have a profitable Instagram, not just a popular one, and not only getting engagement from realtors. You want them from potential clients. So you need to be posting content. So you need to be using different hashtags other than just real estate. And to be doing that, you need to be posting content that's not just real estate related. And so this goes into a whole nother topic of Instagram strategy in terms of content. But I'm going to try to stay focused and just stay on the topic of hashtags for the Instagram feed. So start thinking about that. Start thinking about brainstorming what hashtags your target audience is using. This is another thing that I I meet with agents every day about and we discuss and we try to find great hashtags that their local audience is using and then to craft content too around those kind of hashtags, around those kinds of places that your, your audience and your target clientele are using, searching, looking for. So keep that in mind. Um, maybe maybe you've narrowed down some great relevant hashtags. You're putting them in the caption. You're getting seen more. But are you being seen by the right kinds of people? Because hashtags are a great tool to use to get in front of the right people, the target audience. So those are four points on hashtags for using um hashtags in the Instagram feed. Sorry, I totally jump around when I get really passionate about a subject. And apparently I'm passionate about hashtags within the Instagram feed. Um, cause I think it's something that a lot of people get wrong. And the great thing about this at the end of the day, 
this is not like a super serious subject. I'm passionate about this because I really like helping people and kind of like steer them in a better direction. Um, but at the end of the day, let's say you you messed up and you did some horrible hashtag. Just learn from it and change it for the next post. Like it's, it's that simple. Um, so it's it's really not life or death. So never try not to be one of those people that it's the fail, failure to launch um, paralysis by analysis. And you're so worried about what hashtags to use. Like just use some and kind of figure it out. Like you, um, I'm as a resource because I test out a lot of things and then I teach clients, aka real realtors. Um, my lessons and what I've learned and what I'm constantly learning, but don't be one of those people who they never execute because you're so worried about doing the wrong thing. The great thing about hashtags especially is like, who cares? Um, the only thing it really affects is your visibility. Um, so it really just think there's so many pros to it and there's not ultimately that many cons using some different hashtags. Isn't going to ruin your Instagram account. Um, let's just try to make them as effective as possible. So that's the purpose for this, um, podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed. If you did enjoy and you want some more content like this, please subscribe so that you get notified when I come out with more episodes. I'm going to be aiming to do them every single week. That is a, is a learning process for me, um, to, to time block this, but please subscribe to my channel, leave a review. Um, with your thoughts on the episodes that you've been hearing so far. I'm definitely not a perfectionist when it comes to the podcast. I just want to execute and just tell it to you straight. So there's literally no editing that takes place in these podcast episodes. Um, so please subscribe. If you if you care about this kind of content, please leave a review with your thoughts um, if you find this helpful. Also, most of my content day-to-day, I'm hanging out on Instagram. My um, Instagram handle is at marketing for realtors. Super simple at marketing for realtors. See you later, guys. Bye.